Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. By now you know the drill. So much has happened since we last spoke, so grab your coffee and get ready because we are jumping right into everything that went on in Hollywood over the past two weeks. So here's what you missed. There's been a lot of news surrounding Kim and Kanye and Pete and the love triangle that he wishes there was. The whirlwind of information fits into many categories, so I'm actually just going to start by recapping what's happened to them aside from categorizing it. We know that Kanye loves to take things to social media regardless of if the public needs to know or wants to know. And while he was at the height of one of his rants, he made a claim on February 8th that Kim had refused to send him the address to Chicago's birthday party. He took to social media to let everyone know what had went down, and to wish his daughter happy birthday publicly since he says he wasn't allowed to do so. Though we understand how a situation like this can be upsetting, photos were later released of him holding her at the party where she was swinging at a pinata, so obviously he was let into the event eventually and got the address. After this, he demanded a public apology from the entire Kardashian family, even though Kim was shocked and denied these accusations. Then, as the drama of how the couple was going to co-parent became public, Pete Davidson decided to reach out to Kanye man-to-man and say the following, quote, As a man, I'd never get in the way of your children. That's a promise. How you guys go about raising your kids is your business and not mine. I do hope one day that I can meet them and we can all be friends, unquote. And how do we know that he sent these texts? Well, of course, because Kanye posted them to Instagram. To these messages, he said, in all capital letters, no, you will never meet my children, of which, if we're being honest, is pretty much unlikely, since he's now friends with the family and Kanye can't keep his kids away from everyone Kim ever dates, ever. Eventually, they're going to be old enough to make their own decisions. So, I think the most surprising thing about this was actually the news that Pete hadn't already met the kids. We were kind of all under the impression that he knew the family really well and spent a lot of time there. During this time, rumors of Kanye and Julia Fox splitting surfaced, but the two denied them at first. The two started dating a few months ago and have had a very public relationship since. He often dresses her in the same clothes that he dressed Kim in, and it's very weird. But these rumors begin to swirl, and she began to be TikTok famous. Then he posts more texts, this time from Kim. These texts were her expressing concern for Pete's safety. And to that, Kanye urged fans to scream at him in public, which is pretty unhinged if you ask me. And while he continues to dig himself deeper into the divorce hole while dating Julia Fox, he continues to make public pleas for Kim to come back to him. He says God's going to bring them back together, and he sends a truck full of flowers to her house on Valentine's Day. He also shared that he won't be having Kid Cudi on his new album because Cudi is friends with Pete. To this, Cuddy responded publicly on Instagram the same way that Kanye shared this information, calling Kanye a dinosaur, saying that he is the best thing about this album. Obviously, at this time, the behavior has gone from maybe a cry for attention to actually probably dangerous stalking and obsession. And at this point, I don't think that's a stretch to say. Kim, the family, fans, and Julia Fox are all taking notice of the suffocating behavior That is clearly unsafe for Pete, Kim, and the kids. Julia then confirmed that she and the rapper had split. So that's where we are at the current timeline. And before you take to social media to post another meme of Kim being choked out by Kanye, 
just consider how serious a situation like this can get. Moving on to other relationship news, James McAvoy slipped away to get secretly married to his girlfriend Lisa Liberati, who he met on the set of Split. They did this in Philadelphia, which is where she's from, and a place he says feels like home to him too. He claims that they've always been private, we know that he's always been private, so this is pretty on brand. Also, some Euphoria couples are making big moves. Hunter Schaefer and Dominic Fike officially went Instagram official, sharing a birthday kiss while they were out to dinner and sharing this with all of their fans. Meanwhile, Zendaya and Tom Holland just purchased their first home together. The home is close to where Tom grew up in London and cost about $4 million. Their neighbors include people like Mick Jagger and Angelina Jolie, to name a few. And of course, it's filled with high-tech security like an 8-foot steel gate. Plus, Simone Biles is celebrating a big move. Her boyfriend, Jonathan Owens, finally popped the question last week, and she shared on her Instagram that it was her easiest yes. While you might think this is the season of love, it appears to also be breakup season. Major long-running couples like Cory Booker and Rosario Dawson have split after three years of dating, as well as the shocking news that Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley, who recently got engaged, also split. Sources say that this split was due to his demanding career and lack of time for her, but to be honest, when you look at the big picture, I'm not convinced. It really just seems like they don't have anything in common. And yeah, a lot of people are breaking up, but so many others are welcoming new members to their family. As you all know by now, Kylie Jenner welcomed her second child, a baby boy she named Wolf. And that headline really blinded a lot of people to the many other celebrities who are having little ones. Right as season two of Dollface was set to premiere on Hulu, Shay Mitchell announced that she and boyfriend Matt Babel are expecting another baby. This news came right after she lost her grandmother, who she was very close to. So to read her sweet post, click on the link in my show notes. And we also found out that Anderson Cooper has a second baby another boy who he named Sebastian. I love that name, and yes, Andy Cohen and his son Ben have met the new little one. Also in podcast news, Ashley Flowers, the host of Crime Junkie, welcomed her first baby. So congrats to all of these parents. Speaking of crime, I spoke a while back about Joffrey Pascal, who's a 90-day fiancé star that's being charged with kidnapping and assault of his ex-fiancé. And the news just broke that he's officially been sentenced to 18 years in prison without the possibility of parole. Clearly, the courts want to put him away for a long time so he can't hurt anyone else. I'm not going to rehash the details of this case, but I did link it again in my show notes for everyone who's interested. Additionally, and as a shock to literally no one, Alec Baldwin is officially being sued by the family of Helena Hitchkins. He said in his interview with ABC that he knew this was coming. He said lawyers will suggest to the family that they sue everyone involved. But now it's coming to light that he's actually being sued for allegedly refusing training on the type of draw that he had to do that delivered the fatal shot. So far, we don't know what the outcome of this is going to be and what the outcome of any of the other lawsuits that are pending will be. But obviously, people are going to be following this one very closely, so we'll probably find out about the rest soon. I also have some quick TV and music news. Kanye West is threatening to pull out of Coachella and won't headline the 2022 festival unless Billie Eilish delivers him a public apology. And why is that? 
Well, at a recent concert, she stopped the show to help a fan who seemed to be having an asthma attack. She made a comment about waiting on her fans to be okay until she continues her show. I guess Kanye took this as a dig towards Travis Scott and now is expecting her to apologize to him, as in Kanye, for reasons that are unknown. But Billy will likely not apologize, and Kanye will likely not pull out of Coachella. And that's because, to headline, you get paid a lot of money, and he's probably already been paid at this point, considering the festival is right around the corner. Also, with all the bad press surrounding his name, I'm pretty sure that Coachella's not going to fight super hard to keep him. He has since deleted the post, and Billy has not commented. Speaking of Kanye, one more side note. The release of his new album, Donda 2, you're going to have to pay $230 to listen to it. And that's because he is not putting it on any streaming services. He wants people to use a handheld device that's only being distributed by him. So to listen to that new album, you have to pay a lot of money. Again, probably not a great move PR-wise. I don't know. Just, you know, sharing my thoughts. Anyway, if you're sad about potentially missing Kanye at Coachella, don't fret. There's still a lot to be excited about, like Euphoria getting renewed for a season three, meaning we can assume we won't lose Rue this season. Also in TV news, Sean White performed his last Olympic run this year. He didn't take home the gold, but he definitely left with the glory. He had friends, family members, and his girlfriend Nina Dobrev there to support him, and he did a great job. And probably the most important headline of this week. For the good news, Angelina Jolie and her 17-year-old daughter Zahara went to Washington, D.C. to deliver a heartfelt speech encouraging the renewal of the Violence Against Women Act. In the speech, she said, quote, I want to acknowledge the children who are terrified and suffering in this moment and the many people for whom the legislation comes too late. The women who have suffered through this system with little or no support who still carry the pain and trauma of their abuse. The young adults who have survived abuse and emerged stronger, not because of the child protective system, but despite it. And the women and children who have died, who could have been saved. Unquote. Later that day, a vote was held and a verdict was reached to renew the act, which creates and supports comprehensive cost-effective responses for domestic violence, sexual assault, dating violence, and stalking. So that's amazing news. And that's it for this week's headlines. Don't forget you can read more details on each by clicking the link in my show notes. If you see any headlines you want covered next week or have thoughts on this week's, DM me on Instagram at MeganTheMorningPodcast. And I'll be back next week to catch you up on the latest pop culture news.